Welcome back to the Funk House. Thanks for joining us this evening. We got a great show. Today we're talking Dynasty. So something different we haven't done on the Funk House yet. Uh, we got some great guests, some returning guests a couple times, I think, from last year. Uh, as always, got my boy, Double Jerry. Jerry, how's it going tonight? Doing well. Excited to talk Dynasty. Still have a draft coming up for Dynasty, so excited for that as well, even though I don't really have many picks, but uh, we'll get into all that. Yeah, I guess you don't, yeah. I see, is that a is that a new pair of headphones you got on tonight? These are these are the uh, the PS5s oh. that I decided to pull. Looking crispy. Great clarity. Very nice. We have, in the Funk House, we got Buzz and Dr. Nick. So, guys, thanks for coming on again. And uh, I know you're big Dynasty boys. We're happy to have you. It's good to be back into the punk house here. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's a pleasure. We're going to get into Dynasty. Like I said, I don't think we touched on this um, last year. I'm in a Dynasty with Buzz and Nick. I'm also in one with Jerry. Start with Buzz. How many? How, I know you're. You've been doing Dynasty for a long time. How many? How many leagues are you in? <laughs> Doesn't even know the number. It's. Yeah, I, I don't. It's over, it's it's double digits now. Oh wow! It's probably twelve. Wow. All dynasty. Ago. Yeah, those are all dynasty. I can't <laughs> say no when somebody asks me if I want to do a startup in like February, March. You know, it's there's not a whole lot else going on, so I can't say no. Love it, love it, Nick. How about yourself? I know you're in a few. Yeah, I think I'm in eight, eight or nine. Wow. So, wow. Great. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what we do. We bring in the dynasty experts here. That's, I mean, we got 18 leagues just between two guys. That's extremely impressive. Yeah. yeah. Mainly because Buzz always asks me to be in the leagues that he's in. So, <laughs> yeah. dynasty, dynasty sharks. Yeah. I just, I just want somebody to finish below me, right? <laughs> yeah. Somebody's got to lose, right? So it might, you know, that's why he invites me. Well, I mean, I don't think you, you guys didn't do too well in the league that you're in with me last year. And I certainly can't claim to win after the finish we had, but uh, I guess I could still say I got first. So I can take a small victory lap for that. Our, we had the crown champion and you were it. Yeah. Not, you know, not proud of it. A lot, lot of, lot of guys left on the field in that Bengals Bills game, but uh, would have been a close one. When did we do our draft? Uh, May, early May, probably. Yeah, we usually most of the, most of the leagues I have, we do the draft like within a week of when the NFL draft yeah. ends. And I like that. Yeah, the one me and Jerry are in, it's usually a week or two before the the real draft, the you know like the redraft drafts start. So I, I do prefer it a little early just to kind of get something going in the off season, wet your whistle, and uh, I think that it helps. The more prepared, I guess, guys, because you can make your decision quick on who you like, situations, um, things like that. So I, I do think that benefits the the gurus having it a little bit earlier. Yeah, the, pe- the people who have done their homework, it lets those guys, like, once you find landing spots and draft capital, you have a pretty good idea where you're ranking, guys. So sure, it, sure. I think it's an advantage for people who have yeah. been out ahead of it. Absolutely. Jerry, I'm going to talk about our Dynasty League and Crook. It's the League of Legends, I believe it's called. Fun league. It's a yep. one one quarterback. Nothing too crazy. I think half point PPR. We do have some defensive players, so that makes it fun. Uh, last year, I had number one. I got Brees. And this year, Buzz, let me ask you this. You, you too, Nick. So, 
Dynasty, or I'm I'm sorry, postseason. I finished. This is what four, 14 people, Jerry. I finished eighth, mm-hmm. last one to sneak in the playoffs. I played the one seed crook, lost pretty handily in the first round. Had the least amount of points scored uh, for the playoff teams, and because of some shenanigans pulled in the consolation bracket, I now have pick nine instead of pick seven. What are your thoughts on that? I, I don't. I mean, I don't, so you're saying it was seeded based on who finished where in the consolation bracket? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I like going based on, you know, if the sixth seed advances or the sixth seed loses, they're the first pick of the teams that made the yeah. playoffs. So, yeah, I just don't like basing it off of meaningless matchups in like the consolation rounds. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm in a couple of leagues that do it both ways. Well, Crook, you heard it here yeah, first. In consolation, I think guys don't even realize if it means anything. Most of the time, you're done, you're you're done setting your lineup for the year. You know, I think the benefit of that is it gives you something to root for. You know, after you, if even if you lose, it still gives you something to set your lineup and kind of look forward to when you're watching games. This was kind of the opposite because if you lost, you got a better pick. So I quit paying attention and setting my lineup. So the guys that I was playing against just started benching everybody and then by default got a, got a better yeah. pick. Not- yeah, I guess the leagues, I guess what I was saying is one of the leagues that I do is like the winner of the constellation actually gets yeah. the I kind of like that. Pick. I do like that. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't mind that as much. I was, I was thinking the way you were saying house yeah. where you're in the five, six game and you lose that, that game, you get the better pick. That doesn't right. make any sense. Gives you no reason to even. Yeah, 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 no. Then you just bench your whole, you both could have just benched yeah. the whole team zero, zero. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's not what happened. It didn't bench the whole team, but certainly strategic, you know, benching involved. So crook, I'm not going to pile on you too much. I know we had a discussion. My petition is in and we'll see if the rules committee uh, will, you know, make the right decision for next year. The other league I'm in with Buzz and Centra, I had pick 12. I needed a running back. They were all taken. <laughs> I also could have used a quarterback. They were, they were all taken, except for, you know, Mayo boy, Will Levis. Wasn't keen on taking him in the first round. So I went with Jonathan Mingo, which I'm pretty happy about. I think he'll get a good amount of volume. We'll talk about him later. The offense is going to need to throw. They're going to be bad. Um, so looking forward to that fresh new quarterback and, you know, he's a shiny new toy to throw to. So I'm happy with that. I got Mike Evans who will be aging out soon. So that's what I went with. Um, Nick, why don't we talk about what pick you had and, and what decision you made and, uh, kind of tie that into the rest of your team. Yeah, you know, I actually, earlier in the league, I traded my first round pick for JK Dobbins, oh, um, okay. and a, and a third rounder didn't really work out for me uh so but uh so he i actually came, didn't he came, what's on that? Late, he came on late though yeah yeah he did he did he did it worked out yeah and i yeah it it, it worked out and I, and I like him going into this year too so yep. yeah. uh and and i ended up being a what i was the eighth pick overall so it looks like jordan addison went at that position so i basically traded you know addison for jk dobbins um, but I, I didn't have a pick until the ninth pick in the second round. And as I'm looking back through here, uh, I actually picked Hendon Hooker. And I don't know that I love that pick right now. 
but at the time I was thinking that, you know, I think Hendon Hooker would have been a first round pick had he not got injured. Um, so I, and I, and I don't think that Jared Goff, yeah, I don't think he's like set in stone to be the future of Detroit. So I feel like Hendon Hooker has an opportunity to, uh, come in and play there. If it's not this year, I feel like they might give him a chance next year, especially since I don't think they're going to have a super high draft pick because I think they'll be pretty good. Yeah, I was. So looking, I feel like we could get an opportunity. I was looking at Hooker at the end of the second, so I was definitely going to try to scoop him or or Laporta up. I know me and Buzz were talking when I was up on the clock, and he was going to try to make a move for Laporta if uh, you know he didn't go right in front of me. So that was a popular pick too. So. Buzz, why don't you talk about, um, I know you came away with Stroud, which was huge. Big fan of him as well. And uh, kind of walk us through that. Yeah, so uh, I split, this is a team I split with my brother. And uh, we were sitting there. We needed receiver and we needed quarter. We didn't need quarterbacks. We have Watson and Lawrence, but it's always nice to have that that third guy in case somebody goes down with an injury. And uh, Stroud coming into it was actually my number one quarterback. I just, he's just so accurate and he's, he's steady. And then you could see what he could do with his legs in the college football playoff. It's just, he didn't have to do that at Ohio state with, you know, the, the studs they had outside for him. Um, so we were kind of between CJ and Jackson Smith and Jigba. And we went with CJ just because in super flex 12 team quarterbacks, you can all they they don't diminish in value, especially ones that go as high as he did. So that's that was kind of why we went that route. Um, then we came back around in the second round, and we didn't like the receivers that were there, and we weren't taking Will Levi's because I just I do not like the way he drinks coffee. So um, disgusting. So we we grabbed Kendra Miller, which I didn't I didn't expect him to be sitting there. Uh, I think this could almost be like Alvin Kamara. Not that he's the same player as Alvin Kamara, but when the Saints drafted Alvin Kamara, they had Adrian Peterson and Mark Ingram ahead of him. Nobody wanted to pick him. And then three years later, he's the top dy- I mean, top three dynasty back. Yeah. So I like I like Kendra's upside, and I think he's going to get some run this year. Cause I, I'm not a big Jamal Williams guy either. There's a lot of parallels with that backfield when Kamara was drafted, so I see what you're saying there. Yeah, and uh, they, they spent a third-round pick on him, so they, they must yeah. like him enough yeah. to think he's got a future there. And that came back the third round, and I wasn't a big fan of this guy, but the more I read about him, the more I like him. Ty J. Spears. Uh, Derrick Henry's not getting younger. You figure they're they're going to ride him, but they're probably going to try and keep him a little bit fresh. So maybe Ty J Spears gets a little bit, you know, maybe he's in a pass catching role, or you know, spelling him every other, you know, every third series to where he, he could be a useful guy to plug in on bye weeks. I think everybody got scared of his knee situation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That and scared I, me away from picking him at the end of the second. Yeah, House, you and I were talking about that. Like you were thinking about him at. 212 and we yeah. got him at 305 and I was like he was easily the best guy available and I guess the thing with running backs is shelf life short anyway so if he only plays five Todd years, yeah yeah he's got, he's got I, I'm Todd thinking Gurley. like a like a Jay Ajayi situation is, is what came into my head for him yep 
three years, four years, and then he's out of the league yeah. pretty much. But I went with Izzy yeah, we'll a band running back. Five years out of running back, that's like top tier. You know, yeah. it's it's yep. tough anymore. Definitely. Yeah. Then, so with this being, then we came back for round four. We we didn't trade our picks. We had all of them, so we just picked straight through. This is a tight end premium league where you get two points for a tight end reception. And we were sitting there. The, I think what's his name? Tucker Kraft from the Packers was sitting there. And they took him in round four. I read a few things where he could end up being the better tight end than Musgrave. I guess yeah. like a Hayden Hurst uh Mark Andrews Mark situation, Andrews, not yeah. saying that Kraft would be that good, but you're throwing darts in the fourth round anyways and hoping something, you hit on something. And then round five, this was a sleeper that I liked, and especially with the team he went to, uh, Puka Nakua. He's the Rams. from uh, BYU. Yeah, he got drafted by the Rams. He's got the depth charts. There's there's some openings there where he could climb up and maybe, maybe he's a you know, possess, or, you know, third receiver, fourth receiver. And I wonder if he's got invited to breakfast yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I've heard of. So right. better hope. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, that was, that's the way the draft shook out for us. Um, I did end up making a deal actually today. House and I were talking about it where I, I was able to pull home the, the Laporta potty. So we were happy about that. Yeah. That's nice. I like that. Love that. I'm um, looking. I guess I'll follow up with my other picks in that. So I had the the last pick in every round. I went Mingo, Izzy Abanacanda. Um, trying to remember my third round pick here. I had Tank on, Dell. I got pulled. Yeah, pull yeah. Up here for Tank you. Tank Dell, which I was I was pleased about. I feel like a lot of people were probably targeting him. I I thought he'd been gone by then for sure. A slight guy, but Texans need some playmakers. And then I got. Uh, was it Evan Hall? I think the backup to Jonathan yep. Taylor now, supposedly, which yep. I I like. You never know it with him. You know he had a lot of injury trouble last year, and I'm just not a not a big Taylor guy. I don't know. I don't I don't believe in the offense and the team, and we'll see. I mean he's a good player, but I, th- I think he's a tad overrated. And then finished it out with Clayton Toon, which if Kyler's not ready. Uh, I wouldn't be that surprised if if he's the starting quarterback over Colt McCoy, to be honest with you. So I was very surprised he was there. I don't really know the status of Kyler, but they seem to really like what Toon's been doing. So I was, you know, very, very pleased to grab him at the end of the draft there. So, Jerry, let's talk about your dynasty team. I know you traded away all your picks. Why don't you tell Buzz and Nick and all of our listeners about uh, your deals you made last year and, and, uh, what you were trying to do. Yeah. So like you said earlier, our dynasty hasn't drafted yet. Uh, so it's a little late, but um, yeah, I sold my first and second round pick this year. Uh, I also don't have a first next year. Uh, ran into some pretty serious uh, injury woes last season at running back, had to make some moves. Um, so I got Jonathan Taylor and one of the deals and, uh, Alvin Kamara and the other. Um, other than picks, I traded away Terry McLaurin. I think that was it. Um, to me. Maybe, oh, Dobbins as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. You got McLaurin. The other one involved Dobbins for uh, Jonathan Taylor. Kamara, that one was probably the mistake, but at the time I just ha- I had to have a running back. I was, I was hurting. Uh, I do have quite a stable now. I got Taylor, Eckler, uh, Kamara, 
Madison. I think I still have Hunt on my team if he yeah. ends up going anywhere. So stable bad, is right. Stable backs there. Um, and I don't have a pick till the 310 spot this year, so obviously not ideal. I'm pretty deep in the weeds already there. But I think um, I, I still have a great base of my team. I have a good set of wide receivers, too. I got Hill leading the pack, and then some young guys, Alave, Judy, Pittman, if he can figure something out. So not a terrible spot. Tight ends, I could use some help. That's, that's my weakness, I think. Um, so I'll be looking hopefully to snag someone there. Maybe, maybe I can get one of these guys that'll fall one of these, you know, top tier rookies, but it's going to be, it's going to be interesting, uh, to see how it pans out, not having a first or second round. It's kind of disappointing. I like that. I have Taylor now as, you know, my RB two. I'll take that. Like you said, who knows what we'll get out of him. He could be, have an RB one year and could have another terrible year injuries we'll see yeah and, and so you know i'm pretty I was excited in, to see. i was in competition with you jerry to get the services of jonathan taylor last year and since that and i was very high on him at that point and i've just been soured ever since so i guess it's a good thing i didn't end up with him but i was certainly willing to sell the farm at the time i don't have the team that you do so it yeah. was probably better that i didn't but i'm hoarding all the tight ends so if you're interested step into my private once again i have njoku <laughs> kyle pitts yeah. I made a real commitment to Cole Komet. You know, I'm going to keep him on the roster. Uh, <laughs> so go ahead. I, I, I got some horses. I got some horses. So very interested to see what happens. And uh, don't be surprised if you see me making some moves before the draft there, Jerry. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to not going to get into anything else. But, uh, you know, there's there's some some texts have been sent and, and they've been answered. Not to Love be. To see it. Yeah. Not to be too long winded, but uh Buzz and Nick, I know that you guys are in quite a few leagues. We just talked about that. But of all the leagues you've drafted so far this year, dynasty-wise, uh, as far as rookies go, what's your favorite pick you made? Just a, just a real quick side question, just out of curiosity. is Out of all of those drafts, was Bijan not the number one in any of them? He was one in all of them. He was, he was one in all of them for everyone that I was into. Yeah, for wanted me to see too. if there was some crazy outlier out there, some crazy asshole taking someone else. I could see so, somebody going so crazy I, and getting Richardson I mean, in a super flex, maybe. Well, the top right, 10 or 12 right. were pretty more routine in every draft I was in. For the most part, yeah. towards the end, you could get a little bit, it could get a little bit, long, but for the most part, the top yeah, 10 guys, it was. It was pretty much the same. I'll, I won't know. I don't know if this was the best pick that I made, but I'm in a league where I've been in like a, a startup. I went super young. I drafted Trevor Lawrence, um, Justin Fields, Trey Lance with like my first three picks. And actually, I think no, I, I got Jefferson in the second round, and then I grabbed Fields and Lance in the third and fourth. But I'm kind of getting to the point where I've made some trades, and I'm like, I think I'm ready to contend now. So I flipped the guy who was picking one, I think was going to take a quarterback at one. And I messaged him and I was like, Hey, you know, I, I heard you're taking a quarterback at one. Would you be interested in flipping out one Oh one this year and your first next year? And I'll throw in a second next year and I'll give you Trevor Lawrence. And I had, I had just made a move where I traded one eleven and like three Oh three for Aaron Rodgers. This was, Pre, well, 
according to JC, the trade was done, but it wasn't actually done yet. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, when you knew Rogers was going to the Jets, and I got Brock Purdy as part of the deal for some insurance with Trey Lance. So I had I still still had Fields, still had Trey Lance, and I still had Lawrence. So I flipped one eleven and three hundred three for Purdy Rogers, and then I flipped Lawrence for one hundred one. And a first the next year, which I think will end up being a top five pick. And then I gave him a second. So then I jumped up and I took Bijan there. And I was able to still have, you know, Fields, Rogers, Trey Lance, Purdy for my quarterbacks. And it I needed a running back pretty bad. And then uh so that's that was probably my best pick, just because I mean I didn't have a ton of Bijans, didn't have one one in a lot of leagues. Yeah. But I, I felt pretty good about that. And then Subsequent to that, I had pick. I had pick five. I took C.J. Stroud, and then a guy messaged me, "Would you trade C.J. Stroud and Justin Fields for Josh Allen in one eleven? Oh wow! So I ended up, I ended up making that deal pretty, pretty quickly, and so now I have Allen Rogers, and I still have like four first next year. So like I'm that's a good trade. I'm I think pretty, it's a pretty even trade. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and if Fields if Fields develops as a passer, I mean, he could end up being just as valuable as yeah. Josh Allen, and he's younger, so it could work out pretty good for him. It's sure, just, I wanted that. I wanted that stud. So yeah, Nick, how about yourself? Yeah, I, I had I had a rough time uh, trying to trade out of any spots uh, in the any of these rookie drafts that I of this year. I uh, didn't have much success trading, but. Um, I, I had the number two pick overall in a couple leagues and in all of those, I took Anthony Richardson. Uh, and I don't really know if I have a favorite pick, but, uh, I feel like Richardson's one of the guys in, in one of those leagues, I'm, I really need a quarterback. So I went with him because I think his upside is could, I mean, he could be the number one overall player, you know, that's his upside with his rushing ability, but he could also, uh, in in other leagues where I didn't really need a quarterback, I still took him because you know he could he could still he could turn out to be a bust and not and be a terrible quarterback and only be in the league for a couple of years. So um, I have a lot of Richardson just in a couple of leagues. I got uh, JSN in a couple of leagues uh, about mid draft in that kind of four or five area. There was a couple of drafts where I didn't. I was pretty well set off at quarterback, so I didn't want to pick Stroud or Young that were available. So I wanted to either trade out or get the best, what I've seen the best positional player left. And so I went with JSN. I think he's uh, the most talented of the wide receivers in this year's class, but I don't think that he's going to have the best fantasy year this year. I think Jordan Addison is going to have the best fantasy okay. league of all the wideouts this year. If he could stop speeding. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't go 140 <laughs> miles an hour, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's, you know, kind of sums up my first round. I got Zay Flowers and a couple in the late later first round pick. Nice, I um, like that. I wanted to just kind of go down some overall dynasty rankings here. And, you know, we'll just kind of hit on some guys. Uh, I guess we can go down by position and, uh, I'll fire him away and, uh, you guys let me know what you think. So as far as, I guess, wide receiver and running back number one on, you know, ECR is 
Jefferson and Bijan. Is there any uh, is there any doubt with either of those? Any arguments? I mean, I know there's some guys that are probably close. Chase could be close. Maybe Brees Hall. I, uh, what do you guys think? So I I would argue receiver. Um, I would personally take Chase over Jefferson. Okay. I think Jefferson's better, but when you tie Chase to Joe Burrow yeah. long term, I just I, yeah. I think it's it's a less risky pick in my opinion. That's fair. But, Jerry, what do you think? I think I uh, tend to agree with this there as far as dynasty goes. I could see Chase in the long run being the better option just because of his chemistry with Burrow. You know those two are staying there and ain't going anywhere. They've worked together forever. Um, so I think I can agree with that. Uh, but, man, I, there's not wrong with Bijan or JJ at all. I almost took JJ as uh, – I had second pick overall for our startup in Dynasty a few years ago and didn't take – I took Hill, but uh, – Still love JJ no matter what. He's going to have a crazy year. I, I would probably keep just Jefferson at one and Bijan at one. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. So as far as as far as far quarterback goes, I mean, obviously you got guys like um, Mahomes, you got Burrow, you got Josh Allen, uh, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts. If you are super flex and you need a cube right now, who are you taking? It's hard to argue with Mahomes. Uh, you know, if if I could pick anyone, Mahomes is just. I mean, that that offense is. Yeah. Passes all the time. He's Andy phenomenal. Yeah. You know, they they get on the goal line. A lot of teams are looking to run. They're looking to pass first. You know, so he just and he runs too. You know, he he a little bit. I mean, that's not the main his main game, but he gives you that extra four or five points a week here and there from just running and I saw a funny video I, I would, saw a funny yeah. video about Mahomes and it was him and his wife going back and forth and it was like a how well do you know each other type thing and the question was what's your cheat day after you know a big game or a workout or something like that like what do you what's your cheat food and she's like fried chicken chicken fried steak mashed potatoes something else and he's like no Mexican food and then it just says like Wow, that's so racist. <laughs> it was very funny. So, um, Buzz and Jerry. I've seen that too. It's, yeah, it's good. Me, it's probably Mahomes as well. Also love Hurts. He's only 25. He's got uh, many years ahead of him. Burrow's great as well. I'd probably just lean towards those guys a little more. Allen's 27. Mahomes is 27 as well, but almost 28. But him and that offense, you know, he's going to be a monster for years to come. So I'll go Mahomes first, and then Hurts. So I'm, I'm not. I just don't like Patrick Mahomes. I, I don't have a reason why. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's obviously the best quarterback in football. But I think right now, I, I'd go Hurts because I love his rushing upside, and it, it might depend on the scoring settings in your league too. Where uh, if Jalen Hurts is giving you 10, 12 rushing touchdowns. It's six points a piece where it's a four point passing touchdown league. Mahomes might be a little less valuable compared to Hertz. And most of the leagues I'm in, you're not getting six points for a passing touchdown. So I lean Hertz and another guy that I think will probably be in this conversation next year is Trevor Lawrence. Yep. I think absolutely he's going, 
be a monster, and I think you're going to be talking about him in the top top three. It's a very pro Trevor pod, no doubt about it. I I agree with Love you. Trevor. Yeah, I'd agree with you, Buzz. I, I'd take Hertz, just a slight advantage over Mahomes. Um, no no, you know, slate on Mahomes at all. But Allen, Josh Allen, something worries me about him and that team. I don't know what. It could be the elbow. It could be just the. I don't know. They're not seeming like they're gelling coming into this year. I, I just have a sneaky suspicion they might not be as good as everybody thinks this year. And I don't know why, but he's still an awesome player. Obviously, they got a really good team and a, and a good head coach. But I think I'm taking Hurts. The rushing, the team itself, the offensive line, and, and the weapons. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm big on Hurts. So I like that. Tight end wise, I mean, last year. Everybody would have said Pitts. A lot of people getting burned. So is he still in that conversation? Uh, you know, Kelsey's getting older. Andrews is, you know, 27. Kelsey, 33. I think he'll be 34, you know, when either when the season starts during the season. Then you got Hawkinson at 26. Kittle sneaking up to 29 already. And sneakily, Dallas Goddard is 28. That's much older than I thought. I was going to say 26, maybe. And uh, Dalton Kincaid at a fresh, uh, bright-eyed 23. And Njoku at 27. I like that. So, who do you guys like in, in tight end here? And I'm still, like, going, uh, I'm still going Pitts. I, I just I think he's too talented to not succeed. And, I mean, yeah, he had a bad year last year. But he's coming off. A rookie year where he had over a thousand yards. He just he didn't score touchdowns, but I mean that you buy you're paying for targets and you hope that they turn into touchdowns. You can't predict touchdowns. So I'm I'm still on the Pitts bandwagon. He's he's still young. If they get yeah. the quarterback situation figured out and they might need a new head coach because I just I'm not a big Arthur Smith guy. Yeah. But I think I just think he I think he can break fantasy football as a tight end. It's just I, I don't think it's a Kyle Pitts problem. I think it's a Arthur Smith problem because I remember texting you last year, Buzz, watching the red zone, and I'd be like, because I have Pitts in a couple leagues, I'd be like, oh, great, the Atlanta's in the red zone, and Kyle Pitts is standing on the sideline. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah. And, you know, they just love to give the ball to Tyler Algier on, in the, within, you know, on the 15-yard line. You know, of course, they brought in Bijan and all that, but – you know, he's too, like Buzz was saying, he's too talented to not be up there for me as well. Jerry? Yeah, I just don't think you take a tight end. I just don't think you take a tight end number four overall in the draft and not plan to use him. That, that's what it baffles me. No, that's fair. That's I fair. think it's figured out. I know Jerry's you been You guys burned. love pain. <laughs> you guys just like the pain of, oh, what could be? What could that well, And he's only 22. God. So, Fucking in Falcon, man. <laughs> can't figure anything out. That's why I I almost lean more towards someone like Mark Andrews. He is up there getting close to 28, but, man, he's shown he can do it time and time again. If you can get four or five more years out of him at his caliber, I think you have a great tight end there. Pitts, it's just, yeah, I know he has all the ability and everything in all seriousness, but. I just think Atlanta's a shit show, and I don't see any end in sight. I think it's going to take too long to figure it out, and you're going to have a lot of bad times with him on the way. 
I just look at the ages of all the other tight ends in that area. You know, Andrews is 27, Hawkinson 26, Kittle, Goddard 29, 28. Pitts is 22. So Pitts could have three more down years and he's still younger than anybody else around him on the list right now, you know? Right. I'm probably just too impatient to wait four years for production. I need that's, that's I need fair enough. now. That's fair. It's it's fair, and I I I, don't, I wouldn't argue with you having Andrews over him just with what you saw from Pitts last year. I also was somebody who was big on T.J. Hawkinson, got sick of him in Detroit, traded him away, and I, I don't know how many leagues, and then he goes to Minnesota, and he's just getting 10, 15 targets a game, and now I'm like, well, if I was patient, I'd be reaping the rewards now, and that's – that's where I'm at with Pitts, I guess. I'm just going to ride it out until. Yeah, if you've already invested, I think you have to ride it out. It just because of the potentials, but it might not. It might be a bump ride. It, yep. Oh, from I'm ready for it. I guess. Yeah, I think I'm ready. You <laughs> know, in the pits. I'm ready to invest in the pits. I am in the one dynasty, but luckily I have some other tight ends on that team that I can ride it out with. Joku and Komet. I'm ready to ride it out. I think that, you know, like Nick was saying, he's got how many years until he could figure it out? And maybe he's not even on the team in two years. You never know. Maybe the Falcons stumble into an amazing quarterback via free agency or, you know, the draft or trade or what have you. So anything's possible, and I, I just think the potential is too high. And those age differences are just they're, – they're pretty wild. So that, that's what I look at here. I want to get back to running back, and I want to talk about some guys like McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor. Um, some, they're not like super old, but they're well. Taylor's not old, but McCaffrey is. So McCaffrey's twenty-seven, Taylor twenty-four. Obviously, Bijan twenty-one, Brees twenty-two, which is nice. Barkley twenty-six. So guys like Calf Barkley. Uh, Jacobs is 25. You know, where do you guys stand on them in dynasty? Uh, Pollard's already 26. Eckler, 28. So he's getting up there as well. I still have McCaffrey in my top four. He's four for me right now. I have Bijan one, Reese after that. Not at one if it wasn't for injury yeah. uh, last year. Taylor, Taylor at three, knowing the volatility of him, and then McCaffrey at four. I mean, McCaffrey is just so good. If he's on the field, it's just yeah. He's, he's, a he's still he's, not, yeah. He's still in dynasty. Would not be a bad guy to take very early. Yeah, I think a lot of it depends on your your team build too. If you if you're in a position where you think your team can contend to win, uh, yeah, I would love to have McCaffrey or Barkley, Jacobs, those guys, but. Um, I think too often in the dynasty community that once they start to get like 25, 26, it's like you got to sell them, you got to sell them. And I've kind of came around in my thinking with that a little bit more recently where it's like, I, you know, a lot can happen in two years. Right. You know, and, you know, McCaffrey could still be a top five running back the next year or two. So, yeah, I mean, you think of selling McCaffrey for like, Okay, we'll say a first round pick and then you draft a guy 
and he's just nowhere near as good his whole career. And that those two years left for McCaffrey, you could have won one of those, you know, maybe maybe two championships there. I think potential yeah. is just exactly that. It's it's a question mark, and you really got to be confident in what you're doing if you're going to make a trade like that. So I think you know, guys like Eckler is a slippery slope right now as to where he's obviously extremely effective, but at 28, something's going to happen pretty quick here. And it's pretty safe to say he's not going to be a charger next year after, you know, he was in the media about his contract. They gave him a little something, something now with the contract discussions back into the media, he's back complaining again. So, you know, he's not long for that team. Uh, The contract talks are a big deal right now with all the running backs it's yeah. all we're going to hear about it's going to be the build-up it's going to be return of the levy on bell sitting out and then if they do sit out it's going to be this weekly thing of okay this is the date they're coming back this is the date they're coming back lev never even came back right so i'm really concerned about guys like saquon josh jacobs these guys that haven't got these contracts and now it's like what are they going to do it's, I mean, they're, they're going to get franchise tagged. These guys going to start to sit out. It's, it's worrisome. I think it could build into something because of all the tension it's getting right now. Yeah. I, I think you're seeing the effects of Lev Bell now with Barkley and Jacobs. Like you saw what happened when he sat out, James Conner stepped in and was a, he, they didn't miss a beat without right. Levy on Bell. And right. then he went to the jets and he was useless. So like teams just aren't going to pay them. And that's kind of my worry right now, like with some of the guys we're talking about between like Barkley, Jacobs, Pollard. Um, I don't put McCaffrey in that because I think he's going to age well with his pass catching. So I think he's going to be useful. Same with Eckler too. Like he's he catches a lot of passes where he, I think he can be effective for a few more years. But uh, it, Nick and I are doing a startup right now. It's hard to put any kind of bids on. Barkley or Jacobs or Eckler because it's just like do you want to do you want to put thirty dollars on a guy that you might have for two years and when you could spend a little bit more and get um, you know a Kenny Walker like yeah right Ramondre Stevenson yeah yeah it's 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 tough I mean Jared going off of your rank I mean I probably have Bijan one Brees two I would maybe have Brees one if without the injury. I'd probably have McCaffrey three. I might have Gibbs four. And it's just yeah, because they spent, it's just because they have they, they, they invested the draft capital on them and you gotta you gotta trust if they're gonna spend a first round pick on a guy like that, they're gonna use them. So let me ask this yeah, where would where would ETN fall on your rankings here, guys? I have him just behind uh Saquon, so he's he's right up there too. Okay. I'm a bit higher on Saquon than everybody else and I know, I mean, he's got a lot of volume, and he did have some injuries, but I probably have him as my, I'd probably put him over over McCaffrey in my dynasty rankings, to be honest with you. I know that's bold, but I just, uh, I think so highly of him, and I think that eventually, either this Giants team is going to get better, or he's not going to play for him, and I don't think he's going to be stuck in this rut of just, the team offense just doesn't... You know, it ran through him last year, and, and he was great. But he's just way too talented to be treated like he is. And if, if I were him and getting the contract offers that he's getting, 
I'd probably fucking hold out too, to be honest with you. And I think he's in another stratosphere um, compared to guys like Jacobs and Pollard. And, you know, Pollard's here. He said he's planning on playing, but, you know, Jacobs bet on himself last year. They didn't pick up his fifth year option and he had an incredible year. He was like the RB3, something like that. So, like, kudos to him. But to compare yourself to Saquon Barkley, I think is ridiculous. Like, they're, they're nowhere near the same player. And I would have Jacobs as, I don't know, nine or ten in my dynasty rankings, and and I'm putting Barkley the whole way up at, at three. You know, him and McCaffrey are right next to each other, three A and three B probably for me. I just and and not necessarily saying you guys, but people are really down on Saquon, and I just don't quite get it. I guess I don't know if it's fully contract related, and I'm not just talking redraft. I'm just talking you know long term. It's it's one hundred for me. It's one hundred percent contract related. With some of the comments, I'm I'd be worried about investing in him. He sits the whole year out, and it's not. I mean, he's a much better player than Le'Veon Bell ever was. Bell had a great offensive line in front of him, but Saquon, he does it without much in front of him or on the team. Yeah. If if it yeah. wasn't for the contract, he'd be top. He'd be in the top four for me for sure. Yeah, the it's, stuff I've heard him say about you know he's kind of unsure what he wants to do right now how he feels is he's getting screwed and he wants to sit out but it's hard for him to do that so it's going to be real interesting to watch that storyline we're big barkley guys it's it's disappointing you don't pay a guy like that i mean he's got everything he's got the star power to bring in so much revenue for your team he's got the quads it's it's crazy you know, Sa- yeah, have you seen his thought? Saquon Theisman is what they were calling him. I know that. So <laughs> let's let's pump the brakes on RBs. Let's move over to wide receivers here. We talked about Jefferson and Chase. Obviously, you know, the top two guys in pretty much everybody's opinion here. And looking at my rankings here, we got, you know, C.D. Lamb, Garrett Wilson, Waddle, Amon Ra, AJ Brown, all these guys are kind of in the same tier here. Uh, Lave's right there, but we're getting to guys that are 29. So I want to talk about some of these older receivers, and you know, receivers age a little bit better, well, quite a bit better than running backs. But some 29-year-old receivers here. We got Tyreek, we got Steph Diggs, Cup just turned 30, Devonte Adams turned 30. So these guys are getting up there. Where do you see them? Let's stick with Diggs and Tyreek for now, the 29-year-olds. And I guess where do you guys have them in your dynasty rankings? And I guess at what point would you be wanting to, okay, i got to try to cut him loose to a contender and and see what I can collect? I actually just made a trade in – well, it wasn't too recently, but did you guys see my Tyreek Hill trade? In the Sunday SmackDown League a couple weeks ago, um, I do remember that coming through, but I don't remember the details on it. It was t- uh, so I have Ty- I had Tyreek Hill, and I traded uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Tyreek Hill for Christian Kirk, Jordan Love, and a twenty-four first. Yeah, that's not bad. I like that. I'm, I I don't I'm, hate that at all. I'm a little on the other side of Tyreek, where I. I'm confident he's going to have multiple good years left. 
Yeah. Um, like I said, he was my second pick overall. What, when did we start? Is this our third year going in now? This, yeah. This will the be League of Legends. Yeah. Yeah. So he was already 27. Took him second overall. He, he year after year, I think he gets underused. He's been like a top three wide receiver for how many years now? He year after year, he's been one of the most consistent. Doesn't miss much time. Catches the ball. It's pretty much an 80-yard touchdown. The guy's a freak. And it's proved year and year again. He can do it. He's moved to the new team. He's on Miami. He's done amazing there. Uh, I love Tyreek. Um, all in on him. Way over uh, Diggs. He's the, the fellow 29-year-old. Diggs, he's getting up there. He's starting to become the uh, prima donna wide receiver. Always has to have an issue before the season and all this. I'm sure he'll end up somewhere else at some point, not saying this year. Yeah, I think he falls off quicker than Tyreek by quite a bit, actually. Yeah, I would have Tyreek over Diggs as well. Um, Tyreek's one of those guys, he, he, he wins you weeks. He's he's just so good when, <laughs> when they're throwing the ball deep. You can't stop him. He just he runs through coverage. Um, he's not somebody I'd be buying in Dynasty just because with his comments about what's he, what he says, he's playing three more years and then he's done. Yeah, he was two. I think it was that, two after you know, that, this year. I think is what he was saying. Yeah, so that that turned me off a little bit whenever I heard that comment. Otherwise, I'd still be I'd still be his speed's not going to go away. He could lose a step no. and still be the fastest guy in the league. Yeah. Um, right. I still like Diggs. I I don't know what the whole what what's going on there where he's he's not he's unhappy. I don't, I don't get it because he is just a target hog. But the guy gets open, and I I think he's going to age fairly well. Yeah. But if he keeps his shit up, then I mean, and they trade him, is he going to have Josh Allen at quarterback anymore? That's that's, that's just the little, thing that scares me. Yeah. It's if he ends up somewhere else, you don't have elite Josh Allen can take a major hit. Right. Yeah. Because even before Allen was elite, you know, he was in Minnesota with Cousins, and, and, you know, he was second fiddle to Thielen. Thielen was in his prime. But you come to Buffalo, you're the number one guy with Josh Allen, who even when he wasn't elite was still a better quarterback than Cousins, and he popped, you know, immediately. I want to I ship with Diggs that year. That was the year of covid I've always been a big Diggs guy. I just don't quite get, yeah, the relationship there and and why it's so volatile. But I think Diggs is a guy that can win you weeks too. You know, not quite to the extent that Tyreek can, but I think he'll age well, like Buzz was saying. So I think both of these guys are, are something to hold on to. And Tyreek saying two or three more years, I'm not sure I quite buy that. I just think he's a guy that's you're going to get paid. People like money, <laughs> you know. I'm I'm just not so sure he's going to follow through with that. But he could. You never know. You he's making thirty million a year. You play for one year. You never have to work a day in your life. So let's all keep that in mind too. So yeah. let's get to some sophomores here. We have Garrett Wilson, Olave, Drake London, Christian Watson. The big, the big, I guess, I don't want to say argument, but the two that are always going to be compared to each other, Olave and Wilson. I'm, an, I'm a Wilson guy. 
over Olave, but I still love Olave. Um, I would have flip-flopped that last year. Wilson showed me a lot down the stretch, and I'm definitely going to be keeping him in the one-keeper league. I'm thrilled about that. They're both 23. I think both of these guys are studs, and you're set for a decade for probably a wide receiver one, if not just a a super high-end wide receiver two. Nick, what are your thoughts on these two guys? Yeah, I have them right about the same. Uh, I could, I'd be happy with either one of them. I think Wilson probably has a slight edge just because Rogers going there. Uh, you know, Rogers is one of the best QBs in the league, and if him and Wilson get on the same page, you know, Wilson could be in the, he could have a top, top three to five, you know, year as a wide receiver. Um, Alave with Carr coming into town. You know, I'm not a big Derek Carr guy, but. He can he can support a wide receiver one, and he's done that before. So um, probably give the edge to Wilson. Uh, I like Drake London a lot, but again, it's the same conversation. I think from a talent perspective, I like him up there. Just you know, same same caliber, but it's again, it's that same thing we were talking about with Kyle Pitts. Is it's that offense? I'm not. I don't trust the Atlanta offense to really give him the volume and and quite honestly, I don't know if Ritter is going to be good or not. Uh, last year, Mariota sucked. So London was not getting quality targets, and that is a downside for him. Absolutely. Uh, Jerry, I think I know the answer to this, but go ahead anyway. I surprised you. <laughs> I had a real bullish on Olave. Yeah. When I got him. But I, I think I had Garrett Wilson a little higher. Okay. Um, this year, for sure, uh, I think Wilson's going to explode. Have for sure breakout year. I think he'll be Rogers' number one target. He could be a top five receiver. I get more and more bullish on him each day for for this year and redraft. Sure. But I, I agree. I think both of the years set with either of these guys for many years to come. Uh, they're both twenty three. Uh, also, do like Drake London a lot, uh, but his situation's just not as not as good. Alave, you know, he he did it last year with a carousel of QBs. So I think having Carr all year will only benefit him too. It's just not to the level of a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, a spiteful Aaron Rodgers that wants to go out and show everyone. So uh, yeah, I'll take Wilson over him, but love them both. Yeah, so uh, Nick and Buzz. Another crazy thing is Drake London's only 21. Yeah, he's so young. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you guys listen to the wide receiver pod, but I have Wilson as my wide receiver six overall. So a little little high up, but uh, wanted to get your thoughts on that, and that's strictly for uh, redraft. But it's probably pretty close for Dynasty, too. For Dynasty, Wilson's my, my wide receiver three. I just, I mean, I think he's, I like him age-wise compared to A.J. Brown. I like him better than C.D. Lamb. Uh, I'm just looking at the rankings here, dynasty-wise. Waddle, I I like, I just think he's going to be awesome with Aaron Rodgers, like Jared said. Um, He wants to come out and set the world on fire, and I think Garrett Wilson's going to, he's going to eat. I like Olave, too. I'd have him somewhere probably ahead of, Right around Waddle, he'd probably be like wide receiver six or so for me. Um, I think Wilson gives you a little bit more yak too. Olave seems to be the route runner. 
Yeah. It doesn't take much to get him yeah. to the ground, though. Secure the catch type of guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess to your, uh, you had a wide receiver six redraft house. Yeah. Um, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Like, nice. I think he's, 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 he's worth, worth that. And he could give you a wide receiver two or three year this year. Yeah. Running a little, little loose on time right now. So what we're going to do first, I want to give, um, burger daddy a shout out. Just got a hold of Brandon today to get, uh, some schedule updates for the food truck. So, Next Saturday, which Saturday the 22nd, they're going to be at the winery at Wilcox and Dubois. So stop on by and tell them the champ sent you. I don't know if that, uh, you know, special deal we had is still going on, but worth a shot. So let them know the champ sent you and specifically the funk house and enjoy some delicious smash burgers. So I haven't had one in a while and I might be in town. So I might be looking forward to um, grabbing one of those beautiful babies. And we're going to have the Burger Daddy on the pod here sometime in August. I believe he said they're uh, taking a little family vacation after this last uh, food truck outing. So well-deserved and looking forward to getting him back on the pod. Now I want to close out the show you know, with our normal segment we've been doing this year, Big Trust or Big Bust. So I'm going to kind of do a rapid fire here. I'm going to throw some names at you guys. And here's the scenario that I want everybody to think. So we're in a dynasty. I'm going to say it is two quarterbacks, you know, two receivers, two running backs, a flex, one tight end, no premium. And we have three years left in the league and then it's over. And then we, basically it's just agreed upon that the league's shutting down. So we got three years to play with here, hypothetically. And you got to tell me if you're, if you're trusting this guy for three years or if you're busting this guy for three years. All right. So first Love one, it. first one here, Chris Godwin, around the table. Boss, bussing. I'm about to bust. Trust him. All three bussing. Okay. I'm about to bust. I think I'm trusting personally. Um, I said trust. Oh, you did? Okay, cool. Yeah, All Nick, right. did. I don't trust Baker Mayfield like you. Nope. How? Nope. So. <laughs> I, I, Baker, I Baker me too many times. I'm not saying it because of Baker. I just uh, I have faith know in God. Why you're when, saying it. Don't you know? <laughs> I don't need this, Jerry. You tried to put. <laughs> you tried to put him. Trying yeah. to cover it up. Um, I'm gonna stay in wide receivers here. I'm gonna go Michael Pittman. I'll trust him. I'll boss him. I'm gonna boss him. Boss him. I'm gonna trust I don't again. Want to- me and, Good, me please. And, I want to trust them, but I don't. <laughs> me and Nick on the same side again here. Let's go Debo. He's not flashy, but he's really good. Yeah. Debo Sam. I do like I worry about quarterback play a little bit. Debo, I'm bussing. I'm bussing. Bus. I'm, bu- I'm bussing Debo as well. Uh, Hollywood Brown. We're all out on Debo. Bus. Buzz him. Yeah, that's a four-way bus. I couldn't bus Hollywood any harder. Let's go. George Pickens. I'm bussing. That's a hard trust, trust big time. Big trust woo-woo. No big doubt. Trust about for it. me too. Jared? I'm bussing. I don't I'm I'm kinda out on Georgie. I don't I don't I liked him coming out of college, but I think he's I think he's just a 
highlight catch receiver. I don't that's a tr- that's really that's a tough one. I yeah. want to trust him because I know he has some ability, but I agree with Nick in the inconsistency. And it's is it he just a one, I don't, one flat catch game guy? And yeah, man, tr- I'm gonna pick it. I'm gonna trust him after saying all that. All right, uh, Kadarius Tony. Bus. 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 It's tough for me. I'm right in the middle. I, I want to trust, but I feel like I'm bussing. I feel like I'm bussing, too. Let me get it one more receiver, and then we'll switch over to uh, some running backs here. So here's here's one that could be controversial. BMW, Big Mike Williams. I'm bussing. Bussing. Damn, three-way bus. I feel like and, – and I get where you're coming from, but the potential – is always there. He had a good year outside of his injuries last year, but how many times are we going to say that? You know, so yep. I, I'm with you. I, he got paid. We're talking about ten games out of so yeah. I'm out. I think him being tied to Herbert, you know, baggy sleeves getting long in the tooth. If it's him and Quentin Johnston, I think they're very similar they're receivers. Agents. They're both free agents this year too. After this Keenan year. And- after this year, yes. Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't know that. That's interesting. I'm still going to trust reluctantly, though. All right, we're going to move to some running backs here. Let's go. Let's start off the top. We're going to go Jonathan Taylor because I'm bossing. Trust. Big, big trust for me. Big I'm trust. trusting. I think he's great. All right. How about K9, Kenny Walker? It's a big trust for me. I'm trusting. He he took a big hit, but I still love him. Yeah. I'm tr- I'm going to trust 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 for me as well. For sure. Get Zach out of here. <laughs> Walker boys. Uh Javonte <laughs> Williams. I have to trust him. I have to I'm believe. trusting, but next year I would trust him. Yeah. yeah. I'm trusting yeah. this. I'm also trusting. Big trust. Uh Cam Akers. Big boss. I'm trusting. Cool. I like Cam. I'm 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 trusting too. I've been on the Cam Akers bandwagon for a yeah, while. Yeah, you have Buzz. Huh? Buzz. I'm 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 bossing hard. Derek. I'm a I'm a Cam. Yeah, Derek Henry, age 29, for three years. I'm bossing. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I feel well. I feel like I'm trusting, and I don't think he'll play like three years at a high level, but. I don't think that he's going to slow down this year or maybe even next year that that much. He's not going to be what he was, right. but where you could get him and you know the probably lack of return you could get in a trade, I feel like he's worth hanging on to just, just to see what happens. I, I think he could be that AP mold where you're 30, 31, and you're still you know running for 12, 1,300 yards and, and eight or nine touchdowns. So I'm tr- I'm trusting too. I mean, I think he's a different yeah. breed. He's yeah. Just... Uh, I'm Dal- back in. I trust him again. <laughs> Dalvin Cook. <laughs> big bus. Okay. Uh, I think I'm big, gonna. Big, I, big I, bus. I feel like I'm gonna trust, and I don't know why. No. I just I feel like he's got a little something left. <laughs> Jerry, your boy Gipper Antonio Gibson. Uh, keep in mind he's like the RB thirty eight. So, 
Unfortunately, I'll give him a bus. They just didn't treat him right and give him the right opportunities. It got too crowded in that back room, the RB room. I'm, I'm going to trust him. Yeah. yeah. I, f- I feel like I'm going to trust. I'm excited to see what happens this year with McKissick gone. And they're talking about him playing in the slot a little bit more. We'll see. Please. I love I hope so. Yeah. I have him in the League of Legends dynasty. So, all right. Uh, tight end. Who else? Cal Pitts. Big trust. Trust. Big trust for me. <laughs> Big bus, Jerry. I'll wait for years before I draft him early. <laughs> All right. Uh, Travis Kelsey, age 33, for the next three years. What do you guys think? I'm trust. Big trust on that. Trust, yeah. I'm going to trust. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trusting for sure. Being number one. Yeah. Trust, um, yeah. Dalton Kincaid. 23 years old. I'm trust. a, I'm a trust. big, yeah, I'm a trust. big, big Kincaid guy. So I'm trusting uh, Kittle at 29. You think there's any chance he falls off? Cause I feel like he's the kind of guy that could, man, I just like uh, him Brittle so much. Kittle, but. Yeah. I, I think I'm busting too. I'm busting too many weapons there. Yeah. Bust, bust for me. Darren Waller, age 30. I couldn't bust him any harder. Yeah. He With saw him. his time. Yeah. Bus. 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 potty Huge trust. Big trust. Big trust. He's going to be bringing out that steel chair like LaParka and smacking. <laughs> LaParka. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for that LaParka <laughs> reference. Yeah. Yeah, I'll trust. Chig Oconquo. Bus. Bus. I'm bussing hard. Big bus. And, uh, one, yeah, I'll bus. One more I wanted to hit here Trey McBride. I'm gonna trust him. I'm trusting. Bus him. I'm bussing. I'm trusting. Uh, I'm gonna bust as well. Let's go. A couple. I'm gonna get a few quarterbacks in, then we'll wrap it up. Deshaun Watson. Trust. Big trust. I'm trusting. I'll trust him. Kyler Murray. Bus. I'm trusting. Bussing. Big bus for me. Big bus. I'm trusting. Jerry. Boss for Mark Murray. Um, he did his deed for me. He won me a championship one time. Yeah. Uh, Gino it took G- everything out of him. <laughs> Gino Smith. Boss. I'm trusting. I feel like I'm trusting. Yeah. You'd rather have Gino Smith than Kyler Murray. Uh, the next three years. Yeah, yeah. I, I really might, to be honest with you. I know that sounds stupid, but years, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I would. I think I would. Uh, um, wow. Kirk Cousins. I'll try. I'm I'm gonna trust I'm Kirk. Bossing. How could I not I'll trust, trust Kirk? him? Yeah, that's my dude. I'm busting. I'm busting. This is it. This is the last hurrah, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could be. It he could be. AJ no more. And I'm gonna finish it off with this bum who is, you know, from the from the video that Jared sent me today is worse than Mitch Trubisky, and it's Tua Tungavailoa. I trust him. I'll trust him. I'll trust him. I'm trusting for sure. All right, so that's going to wrap up our Dynasty pod. Very appreciative of Dr. Nick and Buzz for, for jumping on here. So you guys will definitely have to come on later in the off season, or you know maybe one week during the season. We'll see how the next few weeks wrap up. Draft season's 
really getting close and and it feels like th- th- there's just so much going on Ugh, sneaking up on us so, so training camp started yeah yeah training camp yeah. has started We're in. We're in it. looking forward to seeing hard knocks with um the jets that's going to be entertaining we'll see some wilson some rogers some Brees, and uh anxious to get some some injury knowledge on Brees here so all right. For the Dynasty Boys and Jerry Two Chains, this is Matty Funkhauser signing off. Thanks for coming on, guys. And thank you. Thank you to uh all the listeners out there as well. Peace. Yeah, peace, guys. Thanks. Peace.